Well, singer, songwriter, saxophonist, guitarist, what a singer, what a songwriter, <laughs> what an introduction. Curtis Tigers, good afternoon to you. Thanks for the nice introduction. Yeah, there's a, that's a long list. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly is. And, and it's one thing to have a long list, but it's another thing to be accomplished at each and every one of them. We hate you. Uh, well, <laughs> I, um, I hate you right back in a loving way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Curtis. The reason we're chatting to you, well, for a couple of reasons, we have played your music for a long time on the Feel Good Factor here on Go Away Bay FM. So it's great to finally get a, a, a quick chat with you and the very fact that you're coming to Galway on the 20th of November. Are you all excited about hitting the West? You must be. I, I am indeed. I, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm ashamed to say not only have I never played at Galway, but I've never stepped foot in the town. I've, um, I've been on Galway Bay uh, several times. I, I spent a lot of time as a tourist uh, in, in, in uh, Ballyvaughan, just across, across the bay from you, but I've, I've never been. Oh, wow. So I'm, I'm really, uh, I've, I've heard wonderful things. I'm really excited and I hope some people show up to, uh, to hear the music. Oh, don't you worry the will because we love our music here in Galway. It is the city of the arts and uh, I hope you have a bit of time to spend around here, will you? I, I, I should have some, yeah. I, I should have some the day after, actually. Uh, Good. Because uh, that's kind of the final, the final stop on the little uh, mini tour. Good. Well, listen, let's, let's take you right back. 1992, the debut album featuring oh, the hits. I mean, my goodness. I think it's... I think it, yeah, it's the second album that's difficult because uh, yeah. in my case, it was because I was battling battling with a record company on my second uh, record. Uh, uh, the first record was was wonderful. I mean, everything went so amazing, so much better than I ever had expected. You know, mm-hmm. my first single, I wonder why, was a was a top ten hit all over the world within yeah. within you know a couple of months of the album being released. And you know, up into that up to that point, I was riding subways to to my gigs and eating pizza to stay alive in New York City. Mm. And suddenly, I was uh, on TV shows and and opening for my heroes like Elton John and Eric Clapton, even Prince. I mean, I opened for Prince wow. in, in Dublin in 1992. It was, uh, it was an amazing year or two for me. Mm. Uh, but then following that up, uh, dealing with a record company who wanted to tell me what kind of songs I wanted to play, that's where that's where I ran afoul of the record industry. <laughs> I, I can imagine, and I mean, I, I see it even on your website where you say that, that publicists go crazy because they can't, I know they just love to pigeonhole people, don't they? And when you have, obviously, the talent that you have and the various instruments and the songwriting and the ability to do other things, that must be confusing for them, I suppose. Yeah, I think I've always said that I'm both uh, blessed and cursed by my versatility. I, mm. I I just like music. I like a lot of different types of music. I mean, I grew up listening to all kinds of pop music from from great country to to soul to folk to you know hard rock. I mean, my, my record collection was. Uh, I mean. I, at my mom's house, I would be in the basement singing along to Led Zeppelin records or Elton John records or Stevie Wonder records or, uh, you know, Willie mm. Nelson records. I like, yeah. I like good songs and, um, I'm always looking f- to learn, uh, how to do something new. And, yeah. uh, so over the years, I mean, this, this tour will be quite different from, uh, some of the other tours I'm doing even this year. Often these days I'm touring with a jazz quintet and, we play my old songs, my pop songs, but we play them more in a in a somewhat acoustic jazz style. This tour that I'm doing, when I'm playing in Galway, I'm just out with my guitar and my saxophone and a friend on keyboards to to uh, allow me to put the, the guitar down and play a little saxophone. And I'm just playing my songs, playing the songs that people know me for, and and quite a few uh, songs that maybe people don't know me for. Mm, and and has it happened down through the years that? 
when you write a song and then after all those years and you get a little bit older and maybe you see things different in life, do you find that when you revisit the songs that they're different or that you get something totally different out of them? Absolutely. I mean, uh, I think any song uh, can be uh, sung or, or, or heard uh, with a different story, depending on who you are uh, and, and who I am at the time. I mean, I wrote, I wrote I Wonder Why when I was in my early 20s. It was about, a, it was about the end of a, a, a relationship, uh, you know, as a kid, basically. Mm. Um, now when I sing that song, I, I, hear, I hear things in that song that relate to who I am now. I mean, it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's really great. And also, when you write a song and then record it, it goes out into the world, it becomes everyone else's song. And yeah. I, I love that. I love, I love the way songs can change meaning and, and change hands. You know, yeah. I've, I've recorded a lot of songs by other people, whether they were, I mean, I've, I've recorded Elton John, I mean, sorry, uh, um, Elvis Costello songs and Nick Lowe songs and songs by the Kinks and Merle Haggard and, and uh, Andy Lennox and a million different uh, tunes by different great writers. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that what I think about when I sing those songs is different than, uh, you know, what, what Elvis Costello or Nick Lowe think when they, when they sing those songs. Almost oh, definitely. And when I think of your voice and Elvis Costello's, there's a drastic contrast in fairness. So I'm sure he must love hearing <laughs> his songs being performed by you. Uh, well, I, 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 he, I did, I did uh, meet him a couple of times and he was very kind uh, mm. uh, about uh, the, the recording of, of his song that I did. So uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a huge Elvis Costello fan and I am one of the people that think that he's one of the greatest singers in the world. But so he has, a, he has his own voice. He sings Absolutely. with nobody's voice but his own. Absolutely. Now with the list of who's who that you've recorded with, written with, uh, instantly my eyes went straight to uh, Carol King. It was like, oh, wow, that is just uh, yeah. amazing. Uh, is there anybody on that list in your mind you, you haven't written with or that you would like to have and they're no longer around? I mean, there, there are so many people that uh, that I, I, I look up to. I mean, I, I'm a huge fan of, of old standards of, of the Great American Songbook. Mm. Um, and so, you know, people like... Uh, People like uh, uh, Jerome Kern and Irving Berlin and, and George Gershwin. Those people. Uh, I mean, I listen to those songs and and am amazed at those melodies. And uh, you know, so so yeah. There, I, I imagine it would have been nice to write a lyric. Uh, you know, push Ira Gershwin aside and write a lyric to George Gershwin. <laughs> that would be amazing, wouldn't it? My goodness. So the new album is called This Life, and it's it's kind of a celebration of three decades of music, really, isn't it? Yeah, my first album came out uh, in the States in 1991, late 91 and, and early 92 for the rest of the world. So as I was nearing the 30-year the anniversary of my first album, I decided for the first time in my career to, to take a look back to try to, uh, to, try to sort of show uh, where, how far I've come, uh, you know, the, the changes that I've made in my, in my uh, sound. Mm. And uh, we play I Wonder Why and You're All That Matters to Me and Never Saw Me, songs that I've played my whole career, songs that I wrote uh, decades ago, we play them quite differently now because of, you know, the, the way the band is uh, uh, configured. And so I, I figured I'd take this one chance and, and look back at some of the things that, uh, some of the songs that I, that have sort of helped me uh, have a career for 30 years and some other ones that maybe got away, some, some songs that slipped through and didn't quite get the listening uh, that, that I wanted them to. And uh, uh, I got a chance to sort of give them a different, a different take. Well, it's a wonderful idea and it's a gorgeous album in the sense that rather than a greatest hits where we just get all the songs we've bought already, you're getting new interpretations of the songs you love. Yeah, I, I, I didn't, 
I don't really like the idea of just sort of, uh, you know, repackaging what I've done before. I really wanted it to be, uh, I wanted it to show uh, how I sound now. And that's, that's what this, uh, that's what the record was. And at the same time, it is certainly a look back at, at my, at, you know, my hits. There's, there's even, uh, uh, what's so funny about peace, love and understanding the Nick Lowe song that I recorded for the bodyguard soundtrack, you know, the, the wow, album came out in, that was huge. the soundtrack to the Whitney Houston. Kevin, yeah. I mean, it's the album sold 45 million copies. No, thanks to me. That was entirely due oh. to Whitney Houston's five massive hit singles. Yeah. Uh, but Nick Lowe and I took a, a lovely ride with that. And as I always joke, my ex-wife has a really nice house. Because- <laughs> <laughs> uh, say no more, say no more. I have to mention um, COVID for obvious reasons, because being a musician myself and uh, it, our industry was just absolutely, well, ignored in lots of ways and shattered in so many ways. Um, what did what did Curtis Tigers do for those two years? Well, I didn't make money. That was a little <laughs> terrifying. You know, I've had a yeah. job since I was 12 years old uh, and uh, it was very very it, it was nerve-wracking not to have an income um but i i have to say it was also a period of, of real growth and uh, and uh i don't know rejuvenation mm-hmm. i i um not only did i not have to get on an airplane for a year and a half i mean that was glorious i didn't realize quite realize how 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 much uh, what, what a toll flying around the world was taking on my body and my brain. So mm-hmm. that was really nice just to sit home with my wife and my dogs. Uh, my wife worked all the way through it. She runs a homeless shelter. So she was out there saving lives while oh, wow. I sat home with the dogs and played my guitar. So I, I, I became a much better guitar player, particularly because I learned a lot of songs that I'd never played before, my own and other people's, you know, because I've always had a band behind me or a piano player or a guitar player. And, you know, I could, I could always play guitar okay, but this time around, uh, you know, in that year and a half, I started a, a, a live stream show, which I still do. It's called Songs from My Kitchen, and it happens Wednesdays. Now I'm doing it once a month instead of once a week, but mm-hmm. I just, I play songs from my kitchen. My dogs are part of the show. They, I've got four dogs. Don't ever do that. It's a sickness. It's wrong. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but they, uh, you know, they, 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 I think people like, I think people watch the show as much for my, my cute dogs as for me. But, uh, but I, I, I really, I learned how to play the guitar and, uh, um, you know, in a way that that I'm 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 happy to go out and play tours on my own now. It it, it yeah. feels really good. So, I, as as heartbreaking and painful as the, the 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 as the 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 lockdown and and the pandemic has been uh, for me, it was also a chance to sort of find myself and find a, yeah. uh, some new ways to do uh, s- some things I'd never done before. Uh, I, I make videos now. I made a bunch of videos for my previous album. Uh, the album's called Gentleman, and I didn't have any way to promote it, so I started making videos at home with my dogs. And wow. uh, so I've got a lot a lot of videos with dogs in them. Yeah, and that's all very positive. It's great to have those now the ability and as a result, I suppose, bringing it back to your show in the black box here on Galway. That's probably the end result in lots of ways because now we're getting to see uh, raw, so to speak. It's just you, the voice, the guitar, you know, and and your buddies. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm thinking about, I'm I'm thinking of these shows as songs you know songs from my kitchen live that's that's really where where i'm going with this it's just me and and a keyboard player as i said to sort of fill in when i need to put the guitar down and play some sax and to play a little bit of of jazz but for the most part it's it's very much like my being in my kitchen you know it's like being at home 
Well, listen, Curtis, continued success to you. It's an amazing legacy of music and we look forward to all that has to come. And uh, please, God, we'll see you on the night at the Black Box Theatre here in Galway on the 20th of November. Doors open at 7.30pm. Tickets are available from tht.ie or by calling the box office on 091-569-777. Curtis Tigers, it's been an absolute pleasure. Continue doing what you do. It's amazing. Uh, thank you very much. I'm, I'm grateful for your time and it was, it was nice to chat with you. You take care. Bye-bye.